I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today we're going to give you a minimalist jazz record collection. Okay, so what do we mean by this? And first of all, none of our listeners could see, but you were making some really bizarre hand motions. Middle, first of all, you're talking too much for minimalism. Okay? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was my minimalist accent. Yeah, so, uh, well, you can already tell we don't really understand minimalism, but it's a great documentary on Netflix that I watched the first five minutes of. What, minimalism? <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen that? No, I'm not. That's oh, great. That. Yeah. That's the name of it. Well, let's define kind of what we mean by a minimalist jazz record collection. Do we mean the minimal amount of records to have a collection? Or do yeah, we mean- seven. <laughs> No, it's not going to be seven. Uh, it's going to be five. It's going to be five. That, yeah, is, but that is minimal for us. It is minimal for us. It's two below the normal. Yeah, so I think a minimal a number of records, but also we want some form of minimalism within the recordings, hopefully, as well. I like this a lot. I it's, like minimalism. Okay, you, 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 got, you started off, Mr. Five Minutes, a minimalist <laughs> document. Did, did we just uh, actually define minimalism? We joked about it, but let's define that. Okay, sure. So I'm thinking this is, um, uh, you know, kind of less is more some restrained playing, not a lot of instruments, maybe even the artwork is a little bit less busy, um, kind of trying to, to strip things down to the bare essentials, but really high quality, quality over quantity, right? That's minimalism. I would say so, yeah. I don't think we're talking about a specific, like the minimalist period or like, you know, Steve Reich or anything like that. But uh, there are cases in all eras, eras of jazz that have had these minimalist recordings. I think this is going to be a fairly good episode. Let's let's see how I how it pans out. If okay, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let me start out with um, "Facing You" by Keith Jarrett. Fantastic record and minimal from the standpoint of the cover looks minimalist to me. Maybe yeah. that's just because I'm going with the black and white. But uh, you know, it's just piano. Uh, you know, Keith Jarrett gets a little busy at times, but to me, there's no unnecessary playing on that recording. Like every note is just needs to be there and it's such a interesting and complete story from beginning to end with his compositions and his improvisations that you know i i, I just think it's a, a a complete it's complete there's nothing extra yeah. there's nothing unnecessary it sounds great and then it also serves a dual purpose because we have some solo we don't think we're gonna have any other solo piano and with the minimalist jazz record collection i think we need to kind of hit Look, it's five records. We can't hit everything, but we want to hit some some important styles and some important genres. Yeah, that's a great choice, and I think it's a really good one to kick off the list because uh, I think Keith Jarrett, just in general, is a, has a bit of a minimalist streak. I think so, he too. He plays kind of more than you think he does when you actually break down what he plays, but yeah. he plays so lyrically that it always seems... Um, Essential. Everything essential. he plays seems essential. Right. And then, and I think that, you know, his quality, one thing is like his quality level for recordings and performances has always been very high, which is, you know, goes along with the minimalism thing that he doesn't seem to release bad records. I mean, this is sort of my favorite of his, but I mean, he, he doesn't put, he, he keeps the dogs in house if he's got them. Yeah, that's true. Yep. All right. I'm going to go with Sonny Rollins, A Night at the Village Vanguard. This is the Sonny Rollins Trio. This was 1957. This was a pianoless saxophone trio, saxophone, bass, drums. I believe it was Max Roach and Wilbur Ware. Yep, Wilbur Ware. But I don't think it's Max. I think it's... It's uh, not Max Roach. No, uh, that's Saxophone Colossus. Yeah. Uh, keep talking about it. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll look yeah, it up yeah, look for it you. Up. It's all good. Um, it's a really amazing recording. Um, you know, like I said, there's no chordal instrument at all. So it's, 
an incredible uh, tone palette they get with just those three instruments. All three players are hitting at such a high level. They do a bunch of standards and they just kill it. And the vibe of it is so good. And this for me is like the start of a lot of live at the Vanguard recordings, you know, can begin here. Right. Okay. So I'm looking Wilbur Ware, absolutely Elvin. Elvin, Elvin. Jones. Oh, man. Young uh, Elvin. Yep. Oh, and then, okay. So there's a little bit of Pete LaRocca on drums as well. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. there's two volumes of this. There's, there's two, two nights. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think whatever you don't have, it, like when you have a typical, you know, saxophone quartet minus the piano that gives it such a minimalist vibe it already does right, right? Yeah, i mean yeah. it just and it's just beautiful playing on there all right so what are we up to number three we're going to jump right. to a whole nother era and go with the hot fives and hot sevens of lewis armstrong i like it and i think these are actually several re- recordings <laughs> shoved together which would be a little anti-minimalist but this is going to cover such an important period you know right very close to the, the sort of genesis of jazz so for your minimalist uh, collection you you know you got to have something from that era and these are just some incredible and joyful records and I think what does make them minimalist is this was when the recording technology I think only allowed them to go up to three and a half minutes or something yeah, with the yeah. 78s uh, so they're short you know yeah so they had to solo in a way you had to get to it and get out and uh, doesn't get any more minimalist than that I love that choice it's not an obvious minimalist choice because <laughs> no. of like how how the music feels but it, it, it is actually minimalist records it's great I'm going to go my number four choice. This is Miles Davis Quintet live at the Plug Nickel. Mm. Now, this isn't minimalist in the fact that there's like 12 volumes of this or whatever. (laughs) Right, but they didn't used to be. I remember when it first was released, like no one knew that they had so many nights in the can. There's a whole box of it now, right? I remember my friend got it for uh, Christmas one year, this huge box of Plug Nickel stuff or whatever. So the sound of this album is so minimalist. Um, It sounds like... Uh, like very very stark even for that period of miles's band um you know the story was that herbie had asked miles i don't know what to play and miles said well then just don't play anything so uh, there's a lot on this record where herbie's not doing much of anything comping wise right so it's almost like it's like trios sections of trios right where it's miles and uh uh, Ron Carter and, and Tony Williams. Yes. And then it's Wayne Shorter and Ron Carter and Tony Williams. Yep. And then it's Herbie and Ron Carter and Tony Williams. And then even when Herbie's soloing, he does he lays out with his left hand a lot, a lot of single line stuff. Yeah. And they're still playing. It's kind of a combination, as I recall, of the standards that they've been doing with the quintets before, even going back to, you know, the Red Garland yeah. group. and But they're playing them in a very, like they're kind of flying through them and just playing the essentials, sort of minimalist essentials of them. Yeah. Just hinting at the melodies and stuff, but then playing some of the new originals and stuff, the Wayne Shorter tunes and the Ron Carter stuff. Two standouts Herbie. on this. Herbie kills it, obviously, but I think the two stars of this, of these albums are Wayne. Yeah. Wayne's playing on these are so, we talked about essential, like, He's just playing such beautiful, poignant, essential stuff. And then Tony Williams, to me, makes this record, as he does almost every album he's on. But his sound, and they're playing, they're, like you said, they're kind of speeding through things. Yeah. And he's just laying down this blanket, you know, that is just so like even and beautiful yeah. and, and singing on a ride cymbal. It doesn't get much better than that. It's incredible. Yeah. And this kind of also covers for the collection of the whole modern period, even though it was like, 
whatever 50 something years ago right that's true I, it's a very modernist record that that you know ushered in an era that of 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 guys and gals that are still trying to play like in that style it really set the tone for the mod, modern rhythm section and kind of modern quintet for years oh yeah young players put out records today that still sound a little bit like this <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's definitely influential in that regard so for our fifth and final minimalist jazz record i guess we should stop talking so much on this episode we should have thought of that mm. we we're very non-minimalist with our speaking cadence yes <laughs> sound of silence um and then we should have worn like all black clothes like a minimalist wardrobe for, well they can't see us we are <laughs> that's, right. that's what we're wearing <laughs> peter has a beret on <laughs> um so number five i'm gonna go with sarah vaughn live at mr kelly's good choice so I, you know, we wanted to have something else live. You know, plug Nicholas live. Um, we wanted a great vocalist. I mean, there's so many things that we didn't want to leave off. But this is a a, a very essential record and minimalist. I think in that it's very intimate sounding. You know, it's a great live, great room, wonderful sound. Um, but it, you just when you listen to this record a lot, which I have for so many years you get the feeling that you wouldn't want to miss any part of it. So other records, even as great as they are, you might say, well, this is my favorite track. This is the best. And the others are cool, but, you know, but I mean, this, just every, like, breath and everything's very close mic and the way Sarah Vaughn, her voice is just at top level. But you just, you feel like that you would really miss out if, if there was anything that was missing for that recording. So very essential, very minimalist. That's awesome. I love it. Well, that concludes our list of minimalist You'll albums. hear it. I- just hold on, buddy. No, I want minimalist. To, I wanted to give him a little bit, like uh, you know, if you ha- have ideas for your favorite minimalist jazz albums, okay. please get a hold of us. You can you can message us on you'llhearit.com. You can also uh, record us a voice question. We want to hear from you. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review if you feel like it. Oh, six stars. Six, we're going for six. Six now. stars. Yeah, we're trying to break Apple. I think we're getting a little too cocky. <laughs> we are, but but again, uh, thank you very much. And when you when you put your stars and don't go minimalist with the stars, <laughs> go maximalist, maximalist. Yeah, yeah. We we want some busy star work. That's here. right. Yeah, that's right. So well, hopefully, you'll hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. You can go to you'llhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Wait, you can do that? Absolutely. All right. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below. Thanks. Thanks.